All right, everybody, on tonight's episode of Top 5, we got a good one. We're doing our top five favorite bands or artists that are not hard rock or heavy metal. Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Paul? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top 5. I'm your host, Joey Casada. And I'm Kenny Rogers. Do you know when to hold them? Ah, sometimes you gotta fight when you grow up with Tommy. <laughs> and the man by many names, the myth, the legend, we're gonna go with his most popular newest name, the monster, Tom Snyder. The monster of the county. <laughs> Seems like a good, that's like a Stephen King movie right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> On my heart. On my heart between me and Ernie, too. I came prepared, though. I knew he was going. I had numerous ways to go with that one. <laughs> oh, we got a, a lot of great mail this, this last week. Not a, listen, obviously our topics are always fun. We love doing pop culture. We love reminiscing and stuff like that. But the banter and the stories and the stuff between all of us. And we had Billy and Steve on last week. That's what people seem to be gravitating towards the most. They loved all of the Ernie stories last week. Ernie, I, I sent you a couple emails this week of people loving the, all the Ernie stories. We told some great ones. Again, I, I want to revisit that. I want to do top five stories of each of us. I, I'm very curious to see uh, how much editing I'll have to do. It's funny, the same thing that's causing people to gravitate towards us is what caused me to move to Pennsylvania as far as what is possible. <laughs> it's weird. I don't... <laughs> well, since last episode, you know, we, we all were quarantined with at least a couple of our members of our family with COVID. Ernie had COVID. Um, Billy had COVID. Uh, how's everyone doing? I'm, I'm still coughing, but I'm coming along. Thank you for asking. How's the family? Hey, how's the family? <laughs> how's the family? <laughs> Doc, what's going on over there? <laughs> bobbing and weaving. Bobbing and weaving. Still on the lamb. We're all over it except for one person. So. Yeah, crazy. Same thing here. Only my daughter got it. We all, we all escaped uh, the deadly virus, so we got... <laughs> We, we didn't get it either. So, yeah, we're still in quarantine, but, you know, let's hope let's start this new year the right way. We were going to do a New Year's episode and kind of resolutions. on. Ah, let's stick with stuff we love. We're going to we, now this was a weird topic tonight. So this was originally Ernie's idea. How'd you come up with this one, Ern? Well, the doctor last week mentioned uh, the band Squeeze, which is one of my favorites as far as greatest hits goes. And I just thought, uh, I thought this might be a good idea. And I texted it to Mr. Casada. 
I love the idea. I, and, you know, we were talking before uh, off air before I forgot to hit record <laughs> that um, most really, I got to tell you, even showering. By, by the way, we've been doing this for three hours now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's definitely what he would do. Ernie, if, if Tommy was in charge of recording these, he would get us on for the first hour. Oh, oops, I forgot to hit record. First hour. How about the first twenty-five sessions? <laughs> but for me, even like, especially like when I'm showering and I want to, I want to sing and stuff like that. I'm never, I'm never putting on hard rock. I'm always putting on pop stuff and singer-songwriter stuff. That's just the stuff I gravitate towards. What about you guys? Oh, absolutely. Um, always pop music whenever you're showering. <laughs> Give me an example, Arden. Pretend you're showering right now. What are you singing? Billy Jean's not my love. Why are your arms up here? What are you doing? Is it what's going on? Do you dance in the shower too? <laughs> Billy Jean's not a monkey. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what about you, doctor? <laughs> um, I listen to pop music when I'm uh, taking a shit. Oh, um. <laughs> I, I was at my wheelhouse. Uh, like we said, we took Billy Joel and the Beatles off. I listened to them a lot, two of my favorite bands. So um, the bands I went to, uh, not really my, well, one is actually one of my favorite bands, but they're not the greatest hits albums that I went out and bought because I loved, just love them, you know, the, the songs and the compilations. So I'm not uh, big on their complete body of work. That's the best I could do was greatest hits. Yeah, but I, again, I, I first of all, that's that's a great topic for a future episode. Be, uh, top five greatest hits albums of all time. But I think that's okay. I mean, I know Ernie especially would frown upon this, but a, a greatest hits record that has 35 of your favorite songs of an artist, there's no reason why that can't be what's still one of your favorite artists. 35 songs of any one artist that you listen to constantly. Like I'm a... They didn't make my list because I consider them rock. I'm a well, big, 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 big Journey fan, but I'm always putting on Journey's greatest hits. I think it it just, it has oh from every that's single true. song on that record is incredible. But I'm when not you, putting on a lot of Journey albums. Yeah, when you put it that way, when you look at like eight to nine songs per album, roundabout, yeah, right? And then you come out with twenty five songs. It's you know a few albums. Yeah, some artists, you know, there are only two or three albums for the whole artist that we love. Sometimes, right? Right. Yeah, true. Ernie, what do you got to say about that? I know you hate greatest hits. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because um, everybody knows them. That's no fun. <laughs> See, Not that's th that, but that's how Ernie is. Ernie, Ernie's the type of guy who would never ever show you a popular song. He wants to show you the deep track that nobody else knows. One just came to me just now. <laughs> uh oh, he's changing his list. <laughs> and I'm changing it twice. <laughs> so, Ernie, we do have a couple Ernie rules tonight. Lay them down. What do you got? Well, uh, the monster just mentioned two of them. Uh, no Billy Joel and no the Beatles and no Prince. And, and the reason why we all three of us know we all have those three artists. Why are we going to bother doing that? Take each other's picks. So those three are top three picks or whatever. And then, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. We're going to eliminate those to make it more fun. Right? All right, Doc. 
Look, before we start, we got to play the infamous, <laughs> the world-renowned Monster. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? I went out Ooh. and bought this ridiculous bottle just for you, Your Honor. <laughs> what? No, you did not. What the <laughs> hell is that? Bourbon-flavored coffee. Well, coffee-flavored bourbon. Read the name of it for the people who are not watching. They're just listening. Devil's River. <laughs> All right. Well, this has to be a commercial throughout the show. Obviously, please do do a quick do a quick uh, sponsorship for Devil's River right now, Doctor. Please. Devil's River, it is the type of drink that makes everyone go away. <laughs> Devil's River. Only you can find that. Devil's Springs. It keeps people away. <laughs> Just so you know, for Christmas and slash your birthday, I tried to send you a bottle of Devil Springs. Is and it around? I, yes, I can get it. I can't ship it to Pennsylvania. They won't let me ship it. Let me let me get does it come from Devil's River? <laughs> <laughs> Where is Devil's River located? Is that is that I your backyard? Know. I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. San Antonio, Texas. Ooh. Ernie, what are you drinking tonight? What do you got? Well, not yet, but tonight. Some of this. Oh, let me tell you something. I, let me tell you something right now. If I take a shot of that, I could take 10 shots of Devil Springs or Devil's River or Beelzebub's bourbon, whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> I, that stuff, NyQuil, will kill me. I take NyQuil, I am hurting so bad the next day. I'm out cold, and then the whole next day I feel like garbage. Ernie, take the NyQuil now. I want to see you start fading off by the end of this episode. He'll be, he'll be making a slow motion by the time we get to the end. Oh, Ernie, do a NyQuil oh, commercial. Number one. You ever see when Will Farrell gets hit in the neck by the yes. by the by the dark? One of my favorite scenes, of, my favorite scenes <laughs> of all time. You're, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Ernie, come on. Take two shots of that night quill right now. Come on, the tennis the Hamptons. Let's go. <laughs> and it's the red one too. He was gonna wind up calling Billy. Billy, I'm bleeding. <laughs> Nyquil, the cheap cheap version. Nyquil. Wait, do the commercial already. You got to put your hand over the front of it. Fifty best, and it's new <laughs> from Nyquil. There you go, already. <laughs> All right, uh, let's start this. What do you got? Or what are you gonna say? I don't know. I forgot already. Let's start this up, Doctor. What do you got? Number five. Your number five favorite band or artist that isn't hard rock or heavy metal. Huey Lewis in the news. Ooh, that's a good one. Need I say more? Grew up with it on MTV when I was a little kid. That that album. Uh, I, I don't even remember the name of the album because I have the greatest hit. Sports is incredible. Yeah, and that's that that occupied. You know, MTV's uh, the videos like three or four hits on that. 
played every every two minutes it was on. Had it like drilled into my head. Uh, I just love Huey Lewis. Great, great sound. Great sound. Uh, fun band. A lot of great songs in it uh, that they have. One of my first loves is that um one of the first albums I ever liked before I even knew about that many albums. What a great album. Absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic band. It's one of those bands that every song you put on, you're like, whoa, another great song. Holy cow, another great song. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Amazing. Did you know he sued um, Ghostbusters, the song? Why? What does it sound like? I want a new drug. Really? Did he win? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can hear that. Wow. He's also really good at karaoke. Oh, he is. Here we lose. Here we Oh, is this true? Well, according to Seinfeld, I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great pick. Is that the one you forgot about that you just jot jotted down or no? <laughs> yes. Ooh. Don't ask me. What made you remember? I have no idea. No clue. Interesting. No clue. All right, Ern. What do you got? Number five. All right. My number five choice for bands that really weren't rock is Kiss. I'm gonna slap I'm gonna slap you right in your face, Ernie. Ernie! By the way, he did have a fat face the other day. <laughs> oh, Ernie sent us a picture. Ernie, what did you eat? You still don't you don't know what what was in it? No. That that picture was an hour afterwards. So I wish I would have thought when I was. At I the mean, worst. you got to immediately start videoing, Ernie. Come on, you're a public figure now. The, your fans want to see you blow up. What? Literally? Yes. <laughs> so, a quick story. So, Ernie is allergic to all dairy products. Yes, you heard me right. He's allergic to all dairy products, and he sent us a picture the other day when his face exploded. But he, it was you're saying a couple hours late after the real effect. Yeah, I was getting better at that time. And what did you order, Ernie? Let's see. It was uh, lamb shank over orzo. Uh, it was like a, what is the word? A marsala, marsala sauce. Yeah, there's no butter in that. Yeah, I think it's I make, made. I make marsala sauce. There's no butter in that. Like... Yeah, sure. Did you happen to tell the diner or whoever you ordered it from, you, if there's any dairy in this, I will die? Hold well, the butter. Take the order. My wife did. Ah, it makes a lot of sense now. Stop yeah. the butter. Stop Hello? the butter. Yeah, um, yeah. can you send over the uh, the lamb shanks with the mar marsala sauce? Extra, extra butter? Extra butter, yeah. <laughs> Ernie's been trapped and quarantined with his poor wife for, for two weeks. Well, we'll trade wife for presents. Whoa. Ernie, she will kill you if she sees that shirt. A Christmas shirt. Disgusting. Your poor wife's trapped with you. All of you. All of you have COVID except her, and she's trapped. No wonder why she ordered the Marsala with extra butter. She's got a shirt that reads, we'll trade family for <laughs> husband and kids. <laughs> we'll trade family for a bottle of wine. <laughs> All right, Aaron, what do you got? Stop messing around, kiss. Stop. All right, uh, make some enemies here. Uh, my number five is um Eminem. Oh Lord, it's all, it's all... No problem. I no problem it. here. <sighs> We're running out of time already, guys. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to end this one early. 
Go ahead. I don't know. Well, what can I say about Eminem? I mean, the he, we all know how great he is. We all love him. All three of us. Ugh. No joke. <laughs> Hate, can't stand anything he does. Ernie has trapped me in the Hamptons bathroom many a night. I'm not sure why in the bathroom, but he used to trap me in the bathroom and try to force me to listen to Eminem and explain to me what he's talking about. The one genre of music I could just never get into was was that was rap. I couldn't. I don't feel it. Melody is everything to me in music, and rap has none of it. I knew you'd like it. I agree. I mean, I agree with your your synopsis of rap, but I do like Eminem a lot. Very angry. It's good. Oh, that 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 absolutely. The angry stuff is the best. Yep. What was that? What's that song when he starts singing about his daughter? Well, he's uh, singing to his wife about his daughter. Oh, uh, Kim. Yeah. Oh, that's that's, that's my absolute favorites. Yeah. Yeah, he's beating her or something. He's he's murdering her. Oh. Okay. By the time the song's over. He's in that oh, real. With that, with, with that shirt and your description of the song. <laughs> that's, that's that's real good. There's a part two of that song. Where he's with his daughter, and the daughter's four years old, and he's getting rid of her, the wife's body, but he's wording it in a way so the daughter doesn't realize what's going on. It's kind of like the movie Life is Beautiful, almost. Ooh. You know, he's he's saying like, uh, "Mommy wants to show show you how far she can float." You know, she, you you can tell she's he's getting rid of the body, but he's trying to. <laughs> he couldn't leave his daughter at home. <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't want to hear stories when I'm listening to music. I want to I want to hear obviously, melodies. Obviously you, listen, obviously, you listen to Kiss. Hello, <laughs> you don't think "Let's Put the X in Sex" is a good story? That's a great story. Don't know how that one you know ends up. I just don't want to hear. I just don't want to hear this big you know poem story. I want to I want to sing along and have melody, and it's it's just too much. But if you, but from that argument standpoint, then I then I see where you're coming from. You got to be open to a whole nother to be brought into his world, really. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on. Good pick. I don't Thank like you. it. Wait, I'm All not right. complimenting. I'm not going to compliment him anymore because he's going to slam me for half an hour from now. All right, my fir my first pick. So this is someone that I really got into recently, which he's not that new. But I got into very recently, and I always say I'm not really ever into new music and newer stuff, but I always find some older stuff that I wind up, you know, getting into, and it feels new to me. And my first pick is Zach Brown. Tremendous, so, so good. Every song that I built, our friend Billy uh, got me into him. That's what I thought. And. Okay. He was so right. Every song you put on, it's not one of those guys that you just put the greatest hits on. I Every song that I put on is my next favorite song. Every song, it's incredible. And it's like listening to a brand, because I really didn't know anything about Zach Brown. And everything that I hear by him, and it's the Zach Brown band, so it is you know technically a band. Everything that I hear, I absolutely love. I have a Every time I, I put a new song on, I add it to the playlist on my Spotify playlist, and just incredible. Every song, you know, he's a, technically a country artist, but it, it's pop sensibilities. It's 
singer songwriter stuff every song is you sing along to and feel good and obviously there's the country heartbreak stuff into it but so so great you guys know him at all nope tom you would love him billy brought this up on a, one of the podcasts in the past that he was on yeah and i don't I, I i still haven't heard besides him mentioning it that one time i'd I like to believe i don't live in a bubble but I saw, why is this guy, if he's that great, why is he so under the radar? He, but you know what? I thought the same thing, but now that I'm a fan, he's not. He's one of the biggest artists in the whole world. Hmm. I mean, his album sales and his popularity, he's one of the biggest art selling artists in the world right now, touring, selling, anything. I just didn't know about him. Hmm. It would just never hit my radar. Wow. I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> nah, Doctor, you would you would love him. I'll send you like three or four songs, and I'm telling you, you'll love it. All right. Absolutely. All right, back to you, Doc. What do you got? Number four. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. That's a great choice. Uh, no greatest hits for him. I love all, his whole uh, work of art. Um, I watch. I, I find myself on YouTube, watching his performances, uh, you know, everything about him, um, the, the story behind him, every, everything is interesting about him with the politics, with Kennedy, the yeah. mob, then the music, um, even though he didn't write his own music and stuff, uh, probably one of the, the best front men of all time, you know, considering if you want to call him a front man, even though he's the main guy, but, uh, no one, I could watch him all night on stage and listen to him, of course. But watching him on stage is just a whole nother experience. It's fantastic. Yeah, great pick. As much as I love Frank Sinatra, I don't know enough about his catalog to put him in my top five. Everything that I know about him, I love, but he would be, he would fall into one of those categories, like we said earlier. I mostly would know his greatest hits. Oh, okay. Yep, but I only because I, I don't I haven't given the other stuff a chance. I've never I've never tried to put other stuff on. That's the only reason why I think. Well, with the, with the songs that you know, have yep. you ever Googled it and watched him sing it live? Yeah, I've seen, definitely seen clips of him singing live, but I've, I don't know if I've Googled and I, I yeah, yes, I, I don't know fantastic. enough about him. Yeah, it's fantastic to, to hear him and to also watch him is is it's something special. Yeah. Great actor, too. <laughs> Tremendous. That's right. he, he, I don't think he earned the... Uh, <laughs> he was given the role, wasn't he? <laughs> he was like Elvis. Well, he was. Uh, but but Elvis was not a good actor. Sinatra is, is, is a really good actor. Like like Eddie Murphy said, you know, who cares? Just make Elvis sing the, sing the dialogue. Elvis, we got to win this race, Elvis. We got to win this race. Lemonade, <laughs> a cool, refreshing drink. It's so good. <laughs> All right, he was right. Also in the Godfather. Wait, he was Johnny Fontaine in the Godfather, and in the movie from Here to Eternity. Right, that's all he, based he, on him. Got, right, that was based on him getting the part, not on great acting. You mentioned from Here to Eternity. It, it, what? A, it's one of my favorite movies. It's oh. awesome. Again, I, I don't, I don't know it. I also like what the main. Oh. 
I still got my basil heating from last week. Huh. It's no devil's devil's river. Beez of Bob's bourbon. <laughs> Beez of Bob's bourbon. No, I never published from here to eternity on you. No. How about the Manchurian Candidate? That, of course, I've seen. Love it. That's yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I don't really even know Elvis's movies, but yes, Sinatra can act. What I've seen of Elvis, not so much. But Elvis was a cool, Elvis was a cool son of a bitch. That that is true. Yeah, pissed off a lot of black people that he stole the persona from. Yeah, but that's not his fault. That's the record company's fault. What's he I supposed? Know, to, what's he supposed to do? No, no, sir. I I don't want. I don't want to do it. Come on. No, I think I honestly believe that he was. You know, he grew up in down south around black people, listening to black music, and you can't blame someone for taking on that persona. Yeah, but that's it, that's not his fault. That's the time no, and I, the record labels at the time. Awful. Right. Agreed. All I, right, Ernie. Number four. What do you got? I, Michael Jackson. Oh, you motherfucker. Uh, uh, I don't know. Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five. I'm, I'm putting it all as one as one thing here, but. Ah, uh, uh, you can't. Uh, okay. Off the yeah, wall. Thriller album. Bad album. It's just. It's all good. It's all. It's all great. Like practically every song. Yeah, I mean, I might as well just do double up on you. That's my next pick too, Michael Jackson. Just and drag. I'll. I would. I would agree. We put them together, even though yeah, the artists are completely different. But if I have to choose, I'm going to go Michael Jackson solo. But I love both so much. They're so freaking good. Oh my god! All the the Michael Jackson, the three albums you just said, Off the Wall, Thriller, and Bad. Oh my god! Every single song on on those records are incredible. All the early Jackson Five stuff, incredible. I don't love all of the later Michael Jackson stuff, but there's still a lot of good, good songs and good material on that. But you know that block of music that we just talked about, those three albums and some of the Jackson Five stuff, absolutely incredible. Is he a monster? Not not a not a not a monster like you, Tom. But he's a different kind of monster. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> well, not to take anything away from his talent, obviously, but um. Considering Billie Jean is one of my favorite songs of all time. And I think I was 10 years old when I had off the wall album. I don't even know how I got it, but I was, I, I was like, I killed that album to death. That's cool. But I was never, when I got older, I mean, past 10, 12, 13, I never, I never put on a, a Michael Jackson album. Really? Oh my, I put on Thriller. I got to tell you, I put on Thriller maybe once mm -hmm. a month, at least. <laughs> No, nah, it, it wasn't for me. I was, I was more, I don't know. I, I don't even know what I was. But I was just more, I guess, doom and gloom more. Well. <laughs> too, too poppy for me. It was it just might, too poppy. It me. might be time for a commercial break. <laughs> it's too poppy for me. You know? Yeah, and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from him, of course. And listen, course. I totally get that, but that's the exact reason why I love it. I, I am so into pop and you know, he's referred to as the king of pop, and I agree. He's the I mean the one so, song so that, great. The one song that Eddie wrote on Eat It, Eat It, Get Yourself an Egg and Beat It. I, I just couldn't I couldn't do it. <laughs> that's I think that's weird Al, Tom. 
Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Which I have a feeling might be Ernie's number one pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, number one. <laughs> I didn't even think of him. <laughs> no, great, Ernie, great pick again. Like I said, that's my next pick, too. Eh. Understandable. So we're all the way back around to you, Tom, because I was going Michael Jackson with, with my number four. So we're up to your number three, Tom. Squeeze. Uh-oh. No, my number three. Your number three. Yes, squeeze. <laughs> now that's a band. I mean, I, I obviously I want you to elaborate. That's a band I don't know enough about. I know the greatest hits, and I really <laughs> like the greatest hits. I don't know anything else. <laughs> You're in the same boat. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I the greatest hits album is so great that you really don't care where they came from it's it's just awesome it, it's just awesome and you'd be surprised out there how many people you have to actually sing a song to them for them to you know tempted by the food of another oh. most people know that one you know I mean, but but that but that song is, a lot of people i know that's the big one but that is it's incredible that song it really it, it's is just, it's just amazing how a lot of people uh are not aware of that you know, were you were you aware of that at, in the Hamptons when me and Ernie had the Squeeze album? What did you know uh, before? The yeah, Hamptons? I knew. Yeah, I have. I have. What is it? Singles for what the hell's the name of that? The name of the greatest hits album, the singles. Singles. Yeah, I had that vinyl as a kid. I loved it. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, cool. How'd you get that one? I I I don't know. Maybe either my brother. I I just knew. Obviously, I knew that song. I probably bought it. I love that record. Would you have the CDs delivered across the street to a, an unknown mailbox? Whoa, 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 whoa. If you're talking about, if you're talking about Columbia House, <laughs> I never personally did that. But I don't know what you're talking I heard, about. I heard rumors that even when I lived in the city, that someone in the building was ordering the, you know, the 12 CDs for a penny and putting everyone's <laughs> name on. And I would, you know, I mean, someone else was getting these CDs and you know, getting the catching the mailman before he would leave them at, in their mailbox because, and it was anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, no, that I did get that on CD that way. Yes, but I had the vinyl early on. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> My whole CD collection was, was Columbia House. The whole you thing. acquired. You acquired. I mean, listen, CD. you know, CDs. You got to do what you got to do. Of course, you got to do what you got to do. It's, it's research. I'm a musician. I can't fifteen dollars a CD. I, I I'm a working musician. I can't, I have no. I can't even afford a hot dog. I got to figure out a way to get this music. It's research. That's right. Agreed. I don't know how the hell Columbia House ever stayed in business. I got to assume everyone everyone that I knew did this. I don't. Did think you guys do this? No. Liars! You. Well, no I, one's I gonna catch you, what, you now. I'll tell you what we do do. Do do <laughs> double uh, <laughs> negative. Um, you know the 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 company Wayfair. Yes, it's hysterical. Now Wait, we stumbled you... we stumbled across this. I like this. Okay. Can we get, I want some tips. My my sisters, one I of my sisters, it. ordered the patio furniture, like a big like two chairs, tables, yeah. couch. Called them up and said it was damaged because it was. All right, keep it. We're sending another one. Whoa, really? I don't. So my other sister ordered the same furniture, and it came damaged. You can't even see the damage. Keep it. We'll send you another one. <laughs> I'm like, so now the whole family. 
So hold on. I see a lot of bookshelves behind you, Tom. What's going on? Well, let's put it this way. It was a COVID Wayfair Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just you know, I eat up scams like that. I love stuff like that. You know that. I don't know how they stay in business. It's hysterical. I mean, not that Costco's like that, but Costco is outstanding as well. My my, my brother-in-law, his his mother, uh his mother, his mother-in-law. So again, a little bit removed, but they had, they bought a barbecue from Costco. I don't know, seven, eight years ago. Hey, barbecues get destroyed. They're out all winter. They greased up, destroyed. Absolutely. They don't last that long. She made him bring it back to Costco because it was rusting the top. Seven years. They took it back, gave him, gave him credit, got a new barbecue. Okay. Can't bring back my mother-in-law. <laughs> but no, because they'll give you another mother-in-law. She's been living with me for seven years. <laughs> Look rusted. Hold on. It's time for a commercial break. Oh, for, Liz oh, is here. Devil's Liz. River. Liz, are you uh, there? This is my sister, Liz. And this is Devil's, Devil's River. Hello. How are you? Say hello, uh, everybody. She, how are you? Good, good. She beat COVID. And this is beating me. <laughs> Liz, are you stuck with him again tonight? Yes, I am. Uh, how you do you still do it? Here's the uh, best. Here's the best thing. You ready? A lot of alcohol. Yes. Yep. Here's, the, here's the best thing. CDC came out with like I'm not going home for ten days. Right. Right. So Smith calls me up and goes, "You can come home now." CDC just said it's five days. I said, no, I'm going to wait it out. And I'm all right. Sure. <laughs> I'm okay here. <laughs> I just got a new bottle of Devil's River. I'm all right. <laughs> all right, squeeze. Great pick. Ernie, number three. What do you got? My number three. Johnny Cash. Mm. I knew it. Wow, I forgot about him. I knew it. My kids are getting me into Johnny Cash, but of course I knew a lot of Johnny Cash, but my kids are so deep into it now. It's like getting songs that weren't even hits I know now. And it's it's all great. It's all great stuff. That's what are you playing with the album Black to them? <laughs> no, they <they're> so <laughs> <For> dark. <laughs> Johnny Cash songs I never even heard before. Really? Ernie was always at the Johnny Cash. They're going, they're going in deep. <laughs> I like wow. Another, that's an, I'm, this is a great episode because, again, I know nothing about Johnny Cash at all. Almost nothing. I just know from the movie. Yeah. And they're already playing the songs. But it was, it was good. It was good stuff. What song did they, Ernie? What song did you use to trick them into liking Johnny Cash? <laughs> uh, think, uh, I walked the line. No, they're like uh, twenty-five uh, minutes to go. They they love stuff like that. You know the the evil stuff. What what genre would you put Johnny Cash in? Is he's not country, right? Folk. Yeah, he's he's country, I guess. But Religious, like choke, like. He floats through the pole. That's a good question. Yeah. That's a good one. He's definitely not country. Well, he, he comes from country, though. I mean, that's 
that the, that's where you would find his music if you went to a record store. Right. There is, there is such a thing anymore. <laughs> but he's more church. What, what, what would you call it? Church? Gospel? Goth, right. Gospel, um, folk. Along those lines, too. All that that's stuff. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a all right, yeah, good one. Again, I wish I had more to say. I don't know enough about him to talk intelligently about it. So, I mean, tell me well, more about Johnny Cash. Is he is he alive? He no, he died only. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Tommy mentioned I walked the line, but there's a lot of good songs. I would try 25 minutes to go. It's a really like fun song. He's on death row and he's on. He's got twenty five minutes before he's gonna get hung. It's, it's good. Oh yeah, nice. It, I, that that's nice. I thought I was bad watching The Exorcist with my right. kids. That's, that's... Nice, nice, happy songs for the kids. Kids, gather around. Christmas. Gather around, gather around the campfire, kids. I got a scary tale to tell you. Twenty five minutes. This guy, this guy, this guy kills his wife in twenty five minutes and he's got to throw her in a lake. I want to float away. You the song. I didn't show them the song. Did they showed you the song really? Yeah, my 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 kids there. They they get deep into Johnny Cash thing. There's no way Deirdre's into Johnny Cash. Oh, no, it's not. It's not Deirdre. It's no. the others. Deirdre is pop all the way, isn't she? Yeah. yeah she and the other two are the opposite. I could see. Yeah, I could see the other two. Robbing the bank. <laughs> yeah, the, I could see the other two robbing the bank. Deirdre will be will yeah. be skipping by in a, in a ballerina outfit. Yeah, as they drive by, 25 minutes. We'll be playing. We got to get out of here. But uh, maybe a year or so ago, we tried uh, Dungeons and Dragons. We started. We tried that one night. Yes. Uh, the two um, Deirdre's always trying to make friends with the orcs after the others already started attacking them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deirdre, you can't you can't roll the beef to, to make friends with somebody that you just put a, a sword in his, in his arm. You know. You know what? I ordered Heroes Quest. I have two full sets of Heroes Quest. They were going for $400 a pop. So you have and it? I you have, have a full, complete set? Two. Wow. And I'm going to, this winter, we'll wait for a snowstorm. I'm going to play with uh, the kids. Because I think Heroes Quest is a good introduction before Dungeons & Dragons. Because you can be done with it in a, in a night. Well, you know? no, I don't know about a night. That's a long well, night. Well, Arthur Devil Springs took a little longer. We used to <laughs> cheat after Dennis left, right? It's called laboring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're up to my number three. I'm definitely stealing this one from someone. I'm assuming Tommy. So Tommy de definitely is credited with getting me into this guy. I know. I know who it is. Another, another no country clue. artist. Ozzy. Oh, God. Please don't mention. Why do we have to mention his name every episode? <laughs> God. Ozzy, 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 Ozzy. <laughs> No, Mr. Garth Brooks. Uh, I I was going to go there. Yeah, I mean, again, someone that would have never been on my radar. Tom, when did we? When did you start getting me into him? Trips to Canada? I think oh so. God. It was long road trips because that's when you. you that's when we started listening to it. We, I know we got I the greatest was, hits. I know it was really. It was really bad in Florida. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, so it, I mean, it could have been. Could we, were we driving well, we to Fort, Canada, Fort Lauderdale? We were listening to it in Canada. Did we drive in, to Fort Lauderdale or we fly? I don't remember. No, we flew. We flew. We did? Yeah. 
I mean, either way, it was because of the long road trips. I, you got me heavily into him. We would listen to a lot. Long, obviously. Long, but long, and that's not even on the greatest hits. That that's an album we got later. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, uh, um, but that greatest hits, I will put up against any greatest hits by any artist ever. <laughs> Absolutely. And I guess Ernie doesn't agree. He almost died right then. <laughs> no, that's, that's the COVID talking. I agree. <laughs> Such an amazing, great. I mean. I think the first song you you introduced me to was Mama Loves Papa, right? <laughs> or Pop, no, is it Papa Loves Mama? What's the name of the song? Papa, Papa, loves, Papa yeah. loves Mama. And Mama, Mama Loves Men. Right. Mama. And Mama Loves Men. Right. Pop, Mama's, Mama's in, in the graveyard. Papa's in the pen. Papa's in the pen. Right. Such a, oh, <laughs> such a great song. And he's one of those guys, too. I don't know if you've ever, I've never seen him live in person, but... I've watched concerts and stuff like that. Like his, uh, I think it's a Central Park concert. He is incredible live. Incredible. The energy, the band, insane. At, at the time, he was the greatest, uh, the biggest performer in the world. He still might be. Still close. He still might be. He doesn't yeah. do it as much. But yeah, he might, you know. Yeah. But yeah, he was amazing. That was my first country crossover. I always like, you know, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> it's, you know, you, you can't. You can't knock that one. And, uh, but that was the first artist. And I don't know why. Oh, you know what? I know why. Cause it was Hillbilly Rock. He was like the first Hillbilly Rock to cross over and mix that yeah. rock and roll beat with country. You yeah, know, I, 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 I don't know for sure if that's true, but I definitely for me, I agree. Obviously, growing up, I liked Kenny Rogers and Linda Ronstadt, and I liked that stuff. I, I was never against all that. I really liked that stuff. But Goth Brooks was the first one that I really, and another one that's on my honorable mention, Shania Twain. Those two, to me, are the first ones that really made country and pop kind of start to cross over. And yeah, I even, yeah. and I even love, and I, this I know it's a, now people consider it a joke album. Do you remember the album he did like under a pseudo name, Chris Gaines? I don't remember that. Garth Brooks released a pop rock album under a, a different persona, Chris Gaines. He wore a wig. He had black eyeliner. I'll post a, I think it's one. I think it's a fantastic record. It got oh, shit on by it. the public. People hate it. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's phenomenal. I got to take note of that. Chris Gaines, also, look it up. But, You'll love it. But, you know, one thing, because uh, I've been really into Linda Ronstadt for a long time. She wasn't only country. Yeah, but growing she up, did to, pop. she also did yeah, pop. I guess so. She did opera. She she did all yeah. genres. She was a jack of all trades. That's why she's so amazing as a vocalist. But growing up, you know the Dolly Partons and the Kenny Rogers and all that was so so. Country, well, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Right. It was so left field from where rock was. They right. were never crossing over. Where this no. stuff really started crossing over. But country was always more popular oh, in yeah. this country than and, rock and roll. And, and we never knew that. And it still is. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But now, you know, with Taylor Swift and every all these other artists, they're they're starting to, you know, weave together now. Which is cool. I mean, I would yeah, like I love that. It. I have no problem. Anytime a new music comes out, a different type, and it morphs into something else. Except unless it's COVID. COVID, then it gets annoying. <laughs> the the music. different variants of music, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's nice when you get a different variant of music. It's always cute. It's always nice. All right, back to you, Doc. What do you got? Number two. 
you guys, I, I, you know, I'm going to get pounded again. And yeah. you too. Oh, Jesus. Um, I, I don't understand your disdain for you two being a drummer. Oh. And the the whole band, it's it's truly one of the, the and I mean this, one of the few bands that is truly ryth- rhythmic. It, the whole band acts as one rhythm. The you know, you know what I'm saying? It, the, the, like the, the, they drive home the rhythm in every song. They they very, you know, I don't know why you don't like that that um that type of style. I, I have no idea. And Bono, I guess you get he sends shivers up your spine when he sings. Um to yeah, me, no it, one more emotional, uh great lyrics. Honestly, um, and I it, love it, the rhythms. And I love the rhythms of you too. Love the rhythms. It, it's nothing specific. Like there's listen, there are certain songs I that hate I really it all. There's nothing specific. No, there, no, there's a couple of <laughs> songs that I really like. There really are. And the songs, you know, Streets Have No Name. And you know, there's a couple of songs, some of the couple of hits I like, but most of their stuff. It sounds so similar. The edges guitar playing. It's that same weird delay picking, it's you know, delay. that weird staccato picking with that weird delay going. It's the same. It feels like the same riff and then the same structure and the same melody. Every song. I just something about it after a while and live when I've seen him live and he does all this preaching. It's just not for me. The whole vibe. It's not just the song. It's their vibe to it. I just don't like it. I didn't know he preached. I didn't know he preached live because I don't like that. God, so much. Oh, I didn't know that. Because they're they're on my uh, bucket list to see. But besides that, uh, they're fantastic uh, live from what I've heard, what I see. And listen, I'm the minority. They're one of the biggest bands ever. So I I get it. You know, people. I I didn't know Chris. No, obviously not. Come on. Don't be ridiculous. Right. They don't have the message that Kiss is sending. You understand what I'm saying? Ernie, help me out here. Hey, can I tell a joke? Give it to me. The Edge and Bono walk into a bar. The bartender goes, oh, not you too. And now a commercial for the course here. Now a word from our sponsors. Ernie, <laughs> hold it up. The mix, the NyQuil, which is not open yet. This is for right oh, after this. Ernie hand no, over Ernie, I really want take a swig of that right now, please. I want to see oh, you start fading I, away. I just went in the other room and took the um Delcium. Wait, what did you take? <laughs> What's the Delcium? It's 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 like uh, the kitty version of this. Are you gonna it's take not- that and that? Yeah, the other stuff Tom, is non-drowsy. <laughs> for my next trick. I'm going to take these. <laughs> Ernie, I would take some kind of diarrhea medicine, too, because you know your bowels are going to act up, too. I'll be, He's uh, wearing a diaper right now. You can't see it. <laughs> speaking of which, you know, not to go on another Ernie story tangent here, but Ernie came by my house one time. I used to live right down the block from Ernie, Ernie in Brooklyn. He comes by my house. Yo, got the greatest invention ever. Woo-hoo-hoo. He comes over. <laughs> he, he, he does the... He, he pops this thing in the middle of my living room. I don't know what the hell he's doing. It's a pop-up tent that he has in his trunk with a bucket. It's like a pop-up bathroom that, in the case of an emergency, on the side of the road, it goes poof, pops up, puts the bucket, 
And I think ever since that day, you were never able to get it back to, to fold up again or something, right, Ernie? It's all crushed into the package. But so what? If, or if there ever is an emergency, I got a bathroom anywhere I go. <coughs> anyway. Ernie's, Ernie, Ernie's the best at spelling his uh, name in the snout with his urine. <laughs> well, that practice from the Hesiskets. Oh, is that what it's from, Ernie? Yeah, he, he, no one's better. Nice. Continuous lines, Joey. Continuous. Yeah. It's a, oh, you don't cut the stream to to stop letters. No. You go, no it's, continuous. It's important. My father come out and go. Look at you. Look at how Ernie pisses in the snow and does his name. Look at you. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's the matter, my boy? Why can't you be more like Ernie? Look at my boy. Look at my boy. Look at my boy. Look what they did to my boy. He's chewing on crayons again. Look at my boy. <laughs> Look at Ernie. He just built a two-story house out of Legos. <laughs> All right. So obviously your YouTube pick went we, we had to start talking about, you know, diarrhea and urine and all that stuff. So that's what happened. Would have been great anybody took out a giant Lego house with a door and any shit in it with a bucket. <laughs> Came out of the Lego house. On the side of the road, it just starts yeah, building the Lego house. Lego, and then goes in, shits, comes, closes the door, comes out. Of course, his would have windows with shutters on it. A boiler, HVAC system, central air conditioning, you know. <laughs> Come on, Ernie. <laughs> number two, what do you got? <sighs> number two. <laughs> Don't be so depressed. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Carpenters. <sighs> yeah. I, I love my Karen. Obviously. I, yes. It is. What a drummer. I feel a connection with her. You always loved your drummers, Ernie. <laughs> you always liked thin women, Ernie. <laughs> My Karen. Poor Karen. Yes. Poor Karen. Moment of silence. Uh, oh. One of, one of the, the greatest singers, some of the top three favorite singers. Really? Yeah. She's like, she's my number three. No. It was funny. I was out to dinner the other night with my wife, and Karen, uh, Carpenter came on. And she goes, "She has such a beautiful voice." I go, "Guess what? She was a better drummer." Incredible and she looked, drummer. So looked at me and goes, "What?" I said, "I just found that out myself too." Yeah. I was like, it's funny. Most people don't know did. that. Yeah, there's a great video of her online where she goes around with all different drum sets and does a drum solo. It's you have incredible. to play that on one of these episodes. I think yeah. it did already, but maybe I'll, I'll throw but, another clip in. Yeah, she, cool. Playing the drum set, but she's not in the seat. She's outside it, standing. Yeah, standing. she's doing the buddy rich. She's doing the buddy rich. Uh, walking around the drum set, walking from drum set to drum set, never losing the beat. Yeah, that's uh, buddy rich used to do that. But then every other drummer did it afterwards. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I like I like the Carpenters, and I enjoy what what you've showed me of the Carpenters journey. But I I can't list that. I I can't say I put carp the Carpenters on very often. We do it here all the time. And Deirdre is on my side with the Carpenters. <laughs> Does everyone fall right immediately asleep? <laughs> no, Deirdre. Me and Deirdre, we we have we bond. Nice. I like that. I respect Something that. about this talk, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> oh, poor Karen. But one more time. <laughs> yeah, great pick. I don't want to eat. <laughs> George Collin. <laughs> I don't understand this disease. I don't get it. I don't want to eat. Only in this sick country, he goes, we come up with this stuff. I don't want to eat. Stop. 
<laughs> oh, that's a we got to do that one of these days. Our favorite comedians or our favorite stand-up specials, whatever it is, we got to do that. You can pick one comedian and go with top favorite jokes that he said yeah. too. Oh God, yeah. All right, my number two. So this one, this one's gonna pinch a nerve for Ernie because I still have his CD that I borrowed uh, in the eighties, nineteen eighty nine to be exact. One of my favorite duos, groups, bands, whatever you want to call them, of all time, Hall and Oates. So, oh, what an amazing, amazing! These guys, every single song. Obviously, I love most of their records, but their greatest hits. Same thing. I will put up against anyone's greatest hits. Every single song is. I don't, Ernie, how many number one hits did they have? Do we? Do you know? I got to think about it for. I I don't remember what's on the greatest hits. Oh, oh well, I I have had it since 1989. I'll get, you know I think I have two copies now, Ernie. I think I might have borrowed someone else's too. I believe I believe at the time, Huey Lewis and Hall and Oates were going tit for tat for the most number one hits, challenging the Bee Gees at the time. Oh, oh wow. there was something like that going on. I know Huey Lewis and Hall and Oates were hand in hand with hits. They were breaking records. So I know Hall, Hall and Oates is on my one of my top 10 on this list. I have it listed as a backup, but every so song. great. And and my mom is the one that actually got me into Hall and Oates. She was a big Hall and Oates fan, loved Hall and Oates. And then years later, I got to, you know, Hall and Oates was always, you know, very, I don't know, just didn't seem like one of those rock and roll acts. They just seemed better than that. So when I, I got to work, Daryl Hall was on Z rock with us and he did an episode with us. And in the episode, you know, when we, when we filmed Xerox, we never knew what our guests would and wouldn't do because we always put them in these really crazy situations. And, right. you know, we never knew if they would go, what are you crazy? I'm not saying that. Are you out of your mind? Because they would always play themselves. Daryl Hall was the exact opposite. He could, he loved everything. In the episode, it, there was like a rumor that he was Paulie from our band's father and Dina, our manager, like had had his baby at one time and then she got an abortion and he meets her on the street and she like slaps him in the face. And he's like, you know, I thought your body absorbed the fetus. It was like the, the lines that he, we fed him that he was willing to say, you know, I'll throw the clip in right now. But it was he was incredible to work with. Daryl Hall. What the fuck? Have we met? Oh, man. Now do I look familiar? Not really. Dina Malinsky, 1988, St. Augustine. You said you were just going to stick the tip in, but you didn't, Daryl. Did ya? And you got me pregnant, and then you left me. Ah, oh, shit. Dina, I thought you took care of that. Well, I didn't. Your body absorbed the fetus? No. I had a baby, Daryl. You have a son. Daryl Hall has a son. Muscle tough. Thank you. He loved, you know, he would crack himself up with some of the lines that would come out of his mouth. And to get Daryl Hall, Hall to say, your body absorbed the fetus is just, I mean, we were on set crying and laughing, just watching him do it. It was awesome. Uh, Billy Joel, uh, on Howard Stern, they were playing an interview by Billy Joel. 
And Billy Joel was saying how he gave how uh, Hall and Oates, they opened up for him. And because he had so much faith in the talent and the crowd wasn't so receptive, but he knew that they were going to be big. So he actually put them on the ticket to open up for him because he knew as soon as he heard them, as soon as he saw them, that they were going to be big. Oh, and wow. it makes sense. You look at Billy, you look at how many hits, the songwriting, a good song is a good song. It doesn't yes. matter if it's heavy, slow, jazzy. It doesn't make a difference. A great song will stand the test of time. does not matter. Absolutely right. And Hall and & Oates have so many amazing songs, classics, <laughs> just incredible. Ernie, you right. don't have any stats on that? Well, Hall and Oates, you can't remember Hall and Oates? Yeah, I remember yeah. some of the Bee Gees and uh, I, I, I can't remember. And I'm using my cell phone right now. I Google it. But all right. Anyway, great pick, Joe. I had it uh my top 10 as a backup. All right. We're, we're, we're moving along here. We're up to our number ones. Doctor, let me recap what you got. Number five, Huey Lewis. Number four, Frank Sinatra. Number three, Squeeze. Number two. You too. Your number one <laughs> favorite band artist, non-hard rock U2. Non-hard rock heavy metal. What do you got? Number one. My boy, David Bowie. Ooh. He's my boy. Uh, no greatest hits for him. I love all his work. Um, I love him. Everything he stood for. Um. I didn't realize how great live he was. Me and my wife went down when we first started dating down to Hershey Park, PA. And uh, I've never seen a band sound so so good and so tight. And he's got a good 10-piece band behind him, you know? And uh, we loved it so much. He was coming back to our area. We went to see him again. And then I started reading. This was after the 9-11 tour. Um, I started reading about how he records He's one of the few artists, main, you know, big name artists. I, I don't know how many people still do it, but records live in the studio together. He insists on doing it. And I, the only thing I could see that comes out of that, maybe Joe, you can back this up. I mean, I did record, but we recorded separate when we were younger. It makes you tight. Sure. It, it, there's a mistake when you guys are all recording live, getting that feed off each other. It's not easy to take, you know, someone off the track. You, you play the song again. And that's basically made all the sense in the world when I saw him. And uh, that's the band aspect of it. His catalog, um, how he's changed things before Kiss. We're talking, um, you know, and stuff like that. He's got a tremendous respect. He's got a lot of balls. He's went out there, he went out there back in the 60s. Ziggy Stardust. Um, this amazing all around. Uh, just... He changed a lot of things, a lot of things in music. And I don't even know where you would put him. His rock, pop. Yeah. New Ernie, wave. You're a big Bowie fan, right? Oh, yeah. It's a great, a great choice. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I don't dislike Bowie at all. I like Bowie. I don't know it. Again, it's one of those things. I don't know enough about him to be able to pick him or not pick him. I just don't know enough about him. I, I've never given it a big, big time listen. I, I Everything I've heard, I like, but I just never really sat down and said, I got to get into David Bowie right now. You got yourself a Lego house? <laughs> Ernie, Don't come over and build me something. <clears throat> Two shots of NyQuil, David Bowie album, I'm ready to go. 
Nothing to say on Bowie, Ernie. I, I love Bowie. You know, Hunky Dory or the Ziggy Stardust. Those two albums are in my favorite albums by anybody. What year is Ziggy? 72. <clears throat> oh, wow. That's early. Hunky Dory is even before that. Those two albums, you everybody has to have. No matter you what. Know, the, the one song. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm about to say, um, no matter what music you like, you got to have those two albums. That's how great they are. How does David Bowie get his starter? And is it, what's what's the story like? What's his? I don't know anything about like his origin. Nothing. His origin story? Yeah. I mean, like, what? What? I mean, is there any back really cool backstory with well, Bowie? He was, he was hanging out with Wolverine <laughs> in a bar, and <laughs> the origins. Seriously. Um, he got attacked by somebody with a Bowie knife. Once. Oh Lord, here we go. I used to know. I I I, I used to know it. Um, oh, I can't remember right now. But I mean, did he oh, come whatever. up? You know, right? Who discovered him? Is is where? Where's he from? Is there is there is there a documentary on Bowie? Well, he came from another planet. No, that's Ziggy Stardust. Right. Well, that's no. I, there's a thousand documentaries on David Bowie, obviously, and you can just look it up. But yeah, I don't remember. I, it, it's not he earned his stripes coming up i find that's why he didn't walk into anything just in general i think you know obviously people our age it's hard for us to get into new new stuff or when i say new stuff i don't mean new stuff meaning current i mean anything that we're not familiar with but i do find that documentaries and or you know biopics or whatever you want to whatever you want to see stuff like that is a good a good uh jumping on point how to you know get into a new artist if you don't know anything about an artist and you watch a documentary or something like that it's, it's a great way to get into a new artist i i have never seen this by a uh by a name uh, a name his big in a concert ask the crowd what they want to hear joe we saw you there you played montage mountain that's where we that's yeah. where we saw uh right that's where we saw bowie so you're looking at like ten thousand people you know Maybe more on the grass. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, what do you want to hear? And the Pennsylvania people are like, get him to the church on time, you know? He goes, okay, I don't like that song, but I'll play it for you. But you guys sing the lyrics. And he started playing it, and they all fucked up the lyrics. <laughs> he, just he just stopped. He just stopped in the, he just stopped in the, at the first verse. He goes, that's what I thought. He goes, now I'm going to play this next song. And that's when I was singing it. That's what I was sitting in the audience, and I found out that I, this is an embarrassment. But the, the what do you call it? Um, Nirvana, the remake, the man who sold the world. I had no idea it was a Bowie original until he said it. Here's another song I used to sing. He goes that it was made popular by another band, Nirvana, but actually it was mine. I was like, holy shit! I didn't know and that I, either. And I went back. I, went, I ran home and I listened to the original Bowie version of that song. And it was so much better than Nirvana, the man who sold the world. I mean, he's amazing. He's just amazing. And you ask any musician, as far as shock, shock value, he's the guy. He's the guy. He had more balls than Ozzy, more balls than anyone. Yeah, that's someone I'd love to get into and know more about, especially like the Ziggy Stardust stuff. Seems like I'd be right into that stuff. Ozzy did it because he was drunk and did things. He did it perfectly knowing he was in a shock, which is pretty cool. Just because I really don't know enough about it, the Ziggy Stardust stuff, was the music very different from the regular David Bowie stuff? Yes, the guitar work was. 
Why? Is it a different band or different what? Different band. The guitarist, I forget his name, but he was uh, very unique to the sound. It's very, it's very like, um, it's, it's guitar oriented. But if you put a Zig, you put that Ziggy Stardust, is Ziggy Stardust only one record? So if you put that Ziggy Stardust record on, it's drastically different than most other Bowie's, Ernie? Guitar-based. It's guitar-based. Based. The guitar work is brilliant on it. Most Bowie albums are different than... Each Bowie right. album is different. He's, right. Yeah. Okay. He's a genre. Right. That's for sure. He's, he's a COVID. He's a COVID. <laughs> He's he's constantly mutating. He's constantly mutating. <laughs> All right, Ernie, we're up to your number one. Let's recap. We got number five, Eminem. Number four, MJ, Michael Jackson. Number oh, three, Spider-Man. <laughs> Johnny Cash. Number two, The Carpenters. Number one, I think I know your number one, Ernie. I'm going to assume it's EJ, but what do you got? You got it. It, 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 uh, it this was easy for me. Uh, Elton John is by far number one. It was a this was a no brainer. Yeah, we um, just, we, one of my favorites. Period. Uh, rock or non rock or nothing. We used to have the arguments. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I, 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 oh, I, I, I'm so deep. Into, uh, uh, there's so, no argument. Billy Billy Joel is way better than Elton John. I know you're you, you're on the other side now, Ernie. But come on, I, I have I have gone to the other side, but I still too different, love, too, different. too different, too different. What? I, I think still, they're both too different to compare. I I I love them both, but Elton John, um, there's there's it's more. There's just so much more great stuff. Billy Joel, if you count the albums and everything. Elton John's got him beat. Elton John never wrote a lyric in his life. I I, I hear I hear you. <laughs> Do you hear me? <laughs> What's that guy's name? What is the guy's name that wrote all his lyrics again? Tom 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 Bernie Tomlin, right? Bernie Tolpin. Yeah. is it? Yeah. I look at them as a team. Yeah. I, again, mm. I don't dislike Elton John. One of those guys that I like everything that I hear by him, but I never go to put it on. Billy Joel to me is completely in, in a different league for me. Just I'm going to start with his voice. Elton John's voice I just never got into. Billy Joel's voice I can listen to all day long. Something I don't know. Something about Elton John's voice I just never, never loved his phrasings and stuff like that. Um, we have to I'm say gonna, that. I'm going to defend you, Ernie. <laughs> And I mean this and wholeheartedly. I was speaking to a few pianists. Billy Joel is a horrible pianist. And I and I and I, I hate to say it, but his his rock heroes are like Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. The bang the keys. Elton John's a, and he'll say it. Billy Joel will say I'm a horrible pianist because he bangs the keys. He's a fantastic songwriter. Great voice. Elton John's voice is great. But it always came back to if you can't write your own lyrics it's just it's not the complete package to me you mean like ozzy what didn't uh geezer write most of his lyrics that was black sabbath oh and who wrote the night who wrote the lyrics for his solo records bob daisley bob daisley interesting you should say that uh tom 
So glad mm-hmm. we have that on, on, on record here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? That hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Did you guys plan this one? I walked into that one. Good, good setup, Ernie. Woo! Are we it's, clear? It's like are we clear? It's like hitting the monster with holy water. Are we clear, Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is, Tom. You can't handle the truth. That's what it is. Yeah, but I'm not comparing apples and oranges. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No, you're comparing really? singers to songwriters, and Ozzy's neither. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, but if there was someone else who didn't write their lyrics compared to Ozzy's melodies, I like Ozzy's melodies. Be different. Don't you dare. You just made a big argument. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me do my moonwalk out of here. Uh, see, see you later, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I, I, right. But I'm just, listen, he's got more number one hits, but Billy Joe's got more hits. You know what I mean? So it's it's I, I'll yeah, never you know, knock them listen, down. That stuff is to, for me completely meaningless. I don't care if you've had a number one record, a number one. I that all who sold the most records? Who cares? That's all. That's media. That could be record companies push. You like what you like, and because you like it is that's your own business. There's no reason behind. Oh, because he sold the most records, he's the best. That's garbage. That's why I. That's why I said you can't compare the two. I think they're both great. I just think it's two different things. Yeah, great choice. All right, we're up to my number one. One's gay, one's straight. There's a little, it, it keeps going. No, I, listen, I, I I like Elton John. I just again, he's one of a lot of like some of these other picks, like Frank Sinatra, like David Bowie. I don't know enough about them to love them. I do think if I gave them more of a chance, that I would like them more. There's nothing about them that I don't that I've never. It's not like you two where. I actually just don't like some of the stuff. I've never heard stuff by these these artists that I don't like. I just don't know enough about them. All right, my number five, Zach Brown. Number four, Michael Jackson. Number three, Garth Brooks. Number two, Hall & Oates. My number one favorite, I, you guys probably know. <clears throat> my favorite singer-songwriter. I know I'm going to get crapped on for this because he's not paul stanley not paul stanley's new album (laughs) richard marks love richard marks everything about i know you're gonna laugh again you only know his ballads and that's why you're laughing same thing most people know and if i just read his new autobiography most people know him for his ballads and that's you know that's why he's pigeonholed into this this subcategory of this you know I don't even know what you want to call it, but this ballad rock. But it's the greatest ballads ever written. Too. They're, gr- they're great ballads, but all of the other stuff on those records are killer, fun rock songs. You know, even Brian Adams, you know, which is on my honorable mentions, got pigeonholed into that for a little while with that uh, Robin Hood song, and you know, Eddie Money. Yeah, but Eddie Money's same type of thing. These guys have great rock songs, and and Richard Marx is one of them. And he's one of the guy's greatest hits. I don't even know if he has a greatest hits because I've never put it on. Every one of his, I don't know his newer stuff as well, but the first five or six albums, back to front, I love every song on the records. I got to check this guy out again. Just, just again, if you like Billy Joel, if you like any singer-songwriter stuff, I know you, David Bowie, all that. This, he's just straightforward pop, rock, Great ballads, of course, but just hook. I love hooks. 
and I love melodies and I love grooves. Every one of his songs, the verse is a hook, the pre-chorus is a hook, the chorus is the big hook, the bridge is a freaking hook. Everything in this, every one of his songs is a hook. He and he, and he writes for everybody. Yeah, I was gonna comment on his hairdo, but that'd be just come up coming up with jealousy. <laughs> his hairdo was a hook. <laughs> he had the hook in his hair, of course. I mean, but seriously, I mean. He's one of those guys who just, he's a singer-songwriter, wrote for everyone, Barbara Streisand, Luther Vandross, everybody. Ernie, fan of Richard Marks? I, I can, I, maybe I can name two, maybe three songs. The, those songs I like, which is three more songs than Zach Brown. I can't name a single Zach Brown song. So. Most fans don't live long enough to tell, tell the tale of being a fan of Richard Marks without killing themselves. Yep. No, will you stop it? <laughs> and he's got he's got a YouTube series too. He does like these these. I think I said this on another episode. He does like these acoustics, just him in his in his living room on acoustic guitar. Whether it's just him or just another another guy with him doing his songs. To me, and I know everyone always says this, but a good song. If you play a song on an acoustic guitar with just a singer singing, and it's still a great song, that means it's a great song. No production, no bombastic, you know, drums and bass and guitar. Just an no acoustic, just, out. just an acoustic guitar and a singer. That's Ernie. how you know it's a classic song. Please, Ernie. Ernie, turn your face when you cough. <clears throat> Sweep Thank that you. Nyquil. The show's almost over. <laughs> oh, good night, bunny rabbit. Nighty night. Ernie, you know how great it would have been if you just started to fade away mid-episode. It would have been so good. <laughs> I'm wide awake. <laughs> All right, let's do a couple honorable mentions, Doctor. What do you got? Give me two. Blondie. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. My girl. Uh 79, real quick. First, uh, I knew I was heterosexual, no knock on anyone else. I just fell in love with a Jerry Lewis marathon was on one summer. Uh, you knew the summer was coming. I mean, you knew school was coming. She was on uh, Heart of Glass video. I just fell in love with her, and I've been following her since. Never married. Uh, I found out some disappointing things today. but About um, her? Yeah, she was never married. And I didn't know she dated the guitarist for like 16 years and never had kids. And 75 years old, man. And wow. they're still rocking. And... Uh, she was like the first, yeah, we, we discussed this before, one of the first documented rappers to ever rap, documented. Yep. And uh, with, uh, and um, she was, she was influenced a lot of people with the uh, pop um, wave punk scene. She, she was yeah. very influential. Very, and Joey, look up the drummer too. The drummer is amazing. Yeah, I've been watching them live lately. He is. If you listen to her uh, greatest hits albums, it was amazing. But um, if you listen to the drummer, he's like he reminds me of you and Lamorse. He's all over the place. He's great. Is it Clem Burke? I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. But look up his work because I don't think he got enough credit. I didn't get a chance to Google it. I'm just that name sounds right. I don't, I don't know him, but but I know some some of his work is is I, I love the Blondie stuff. He yeah, he's he's pretty much on top of that shit. Tight. 
Even that, that 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 shuffle on uh, "Call Me" is great. Yeah, no, so good. Yeah, he's very tasteful. And yeah. um, but besides that, I think the sexiest woman alive back then. You know, she's just hot and sexy. Seventy nine. Yeah, great pick. I know the real reason you love Blondie. What happened? I know the real reason you love Blondie. That riff that Joey just did, the beginning of "Call Me." Is what, Ernie? I know what someone's going to say. I know what someone's going to say. Children of the Grave. Children of the Grave. Is is it really the same riff? If you ever listen to them, the beginning of Call Me, that's... What year is Children of the Grave? 71. Oh, shit. <laughs> you thought you were going to double dip me tonight <laughs> <laughs> well we know Ozzy didn't write the lyrics to it so it doesn't matter <laughs> I think Ozzy's original title was Ice Cream Truck Galore or something like that right oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sing after we get off this I'm going to sing I'm going to put a heart of glass and sing Children of the Grave over it see how that goes <laughs> while, oh. on the tr- while on the treadmill <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't a treadmill. It was the uh, thank God it wasn't a treadmill. Go ahead, tell <laughs> tell that story. Well, when when we heard Playground was getting back together after twenty years or twenty three years, whatever it was, right? It was twenty five years just recently. That was twenty five, yeah. Yeah, so I figured twenty two years, twenty three, and I just wanted to get in shape, get my lungs in shape. So I figured um, I was on the uh, what the hell you call it? the elliptical that work. So I got this idea that I'll really get in shape, shape. And I play sports still and everything like that, but I really wanted to work the lungs. So I put the radio out there and I'm, I figured I'm going to go full ball out on the elliptical and sing <laughs> to the radio at the same time. And everything's going to be copacetic. Everything's going to maintain. <laughs> I ended up getting dizzy and I was passing out. And I think the ball hit me in the head. On the, and, I, and I ended up hanging my shirt off the thing. I was like this. <laughs> And the thing's still going, like the thing's still going like this. And I'm like, all right, they ain't doing that again. <laughs> Did you keep singing? Oh, it didn't sound like singing at that point. <laughs> I, I think it was more like, help, help. Yeah. I was singing the Beatles song, Help, at the time. <laughs> Ernie, give me an honorable mention. Uh, well, it's even more than an audible mention. It, it should have been on my list, but I didn't think of it until it's too late. Um, Simon and Garfunkel. Ooh. It, it just hit me during the show. It, um, also, the cars. Um, oh, wait a minute. You're throwing out there. Hold on. Not fair. Give me another one, Doc. You can give another one. I'm just going to, because I'm going to name this Greatest Hits albums. The Police, The Cars, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Chicago and my newfound love, ELO. Hmm. ELO's great stuff. That's- yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'm really, that's my new love. What what I was gonna throw on again, I think this is a little bit too rock for, for this this topic, but Billy Squire, so great. Oh. Billy oh, Squire. Yeah. Um I love Rick Springfield. I know people only know Jesse's girl, but his some of his songs. His albums are fantastic. If you listen to some of the Rick Springfield stuff, great. I, I mentioned her earlier. Shania Twain, incredible records. Again, I don't know greatest hits. I, all I know is 
I just got into her, you know, her main three albums that I that I know really well. Incredible songs. Pink I, is I, also awesome. Uh, Pink is also fantastic. Yeah, she's great. I love Shia Twain, but I never heard any of her songs. <laughs> Another one, Tommy. I know hates, and I hate now. She's a disgrace to Stop music. It. Music face, everywhere. Monkey face. I'm gonna go there. Back in the day when she first came out, Mariah Carey was incredible. Her songs, not only her voice, her voice was incredible, but her songs too. Her first three records are outstanding, outstanding. She's a complete disgrace now. Don't get me wrong. Physically, mentally, vocally, everything. But back then, everything about her was was perfect. I still have saved on my uh, on my TV three years ago or four years ago when she did the New Year's Eve special in Manhattan. And she was, she was, the words were, the, the, the recording went off and then she, the, the guys tried to pick her up and he was struggling with her. It, it was like a, a comic film. What a mess. Oh, she's a, she's just a fucking mess. I don't know understand what happened. She got, she divorced her husband. I think Tommy Mottola. And ever since then, she's just, a, she's a disgrace. She's, I'm more angry. I'm more angry at you because you used to think she was cute. Well, she was. She lost her look. Yeah. But she had lost her looks. I'm more angry at her now because of that beautiful voice she had, and she let it go to shit. And she's got more number one hits <clears> than the Beatles, which really yeah. annoys the shit out of me. Well, that's I mean, again, the, the most the most disappointing part, obviously, is her voice. I don't her looks. She's older now. She's heavier now. Whatever. But yeah, when something. she first came out, she was very cute. But her voice was not only her voice was incredible, but her songs. Her voice is nothing without songs. Her songs were incredible. And I don't know what, where along the lines someone was misguiding her or maybe the opposite. Maybe someone was guiding her earlier on, which was probably Tommy Mottola. And once she got divorced from him and went her own way and started, you know, choosing her own path. And what, she had all what, her what, yes men next to her. What? Her own ring dings going down the aisle? Her <laughs> own food shopping habits? Like ring she's, dings, she's just the worst performer in history, too. She stands there. Like ah, oh, the you can the do that. Worst. You can do that when you have a great voice. You can do right. that because people sit there going, "Oh my god!" Right, agreed. And she—that's what it is. She got so used to. She never had to sing and dance because she had the voice. She was never Britney Spears because she could just sit, the stand there, and happen. sing. Right, but now she can't do anything anymore. Which the reason why I love Pink so much because Pink oh, is just incredible. amazing. She's incredible. Yeah. I gotta say, Mariah Carey has, has has a great burn in one of her songs, though. She says, "Um, I don't want much for Christmas. All I want is you." <laughs> which was, I, which I threw out there. Is, I, it would have been one of my top Christmas songs. I would have had to admit to that one. Listen, I don't care. What, I, I couldn't agree more. It's fantastic. Not only is again, I know it's gonna be left at the, her. That whole record is great. That's the big song from that. But that whole record is great. That's a. It's a very weird thing because on Howard Stern, he's had a few female vocalists during this yeah. R&B period, and these writers shot them out. And who's the who, whoever's the biggest bill gets first shot at it, and then they'll pass it by, and then someone else will pick it up and make it a hit. And then the other one will go, yeah, I should have picked up that one, but I let it go by. It's hysterical. They're like scripts, like actors. They yeah. get thrown out, and sure. you got to know what to pick. So you got to give her credit. got to know what to pick. But, yeah, but I think yeah, she participated in that songwriting too. I don't think she was just a singer. I think she she co-wrote a lot of those songs. I do. 
Even if it was I just, have. even if it was just lyrically, you know, something that Ozzy can't do. Ozzy writes the melody, so I'm happy with that. Uh, you know who wrote the lyrics to a lot of Amari Carey stuff? Who? Elton John. Is that true? <laughs> but see now before google and i like it that's something ernie could have pulled off before google he could have told us that we would have believed them we would have no oh, way to fact the, check them of course back in the day oh what did you say fat check them because <laughs> mariah carry or fat <laughs> oh mariah oh. <laughs> all right boys this was a good one great topic you, you know which was crazy mariah is a mariah only michael jackson ernie we had as a crossover. No one else had a duplicate. Crazy. That's weird. I had whole notes, so you did. Oh, you did. Well, I never change. I know you always change. I never change. That's why, yeah, we go on longer than normal. Maybe we should just stick to <laughs> commenting on each other's. I had the cars. Now, I knew you guys went pick the police. I knew you guys went pick Blondie. But uh, yeah, I thought one of you would have had Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I would have thought that. Yeah. No. Wow. Our our one, twos, and threes. No one had any matches. Crazy. That's a good one. This was a fun one, boys. We got Christmas. We got New Year's Eve tomorrow. What's the plans? Everyone's quarantined home. Tom, I know you got the the Devil. Uh, no, not Devil River. Whatever you're gonna be doing. The Devil River. <laughs> Devil, I'm off tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> Ernie, any plans? Night quilling it up. New Year's Eve, Twilight Zone marathon. Oh baby. Oh wait, we already did that one at Twilight Zone top five. We did that one already, right? Uh, yeah, if you don't remember it, it's your no, show. I, <laughs> I mean, God. I don't, I don't know how big of fans are you you are too, but there's always a honeymoon marathon too, which is my yes. favorite, my favorite show of all time. Harvey. Oh, it's but, um, God, it's so good. There's always top five ways to get rid of your wife. <laughs> or your mother-in-law. <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> no, this was Seriously, guys, this, this was a fun one. Then, you know, the day after we got Ernie's birthday? Yes. So, obviously, Happy New Year, gentlemen. Ernie, happy birthday. Thank you. We'll see you next week. I don't know what the topic is, but we'll see you next week. Any last words, doctor? I'm taking the wife and kids into Manhattan, right into the freaking, into the hornet's nest. No, you're not. They don't know, but we got Ranger tickets, for, uh, four tickets Saturday, Sunday morning at the Garden. But everyone's had their shots, so we're good. But Saturday night we're going, and uh, I'm taking them to see Wicked. That's a, that's a surprise on Broadway. Very oh, nice. And that's I told great. them last night, Listen, do me a favor. Um, don't wear any jewelry. No, we go to Manhattan. <laughs> and the kids, the kids, the kids looked at me like that. That daddy, why? I'm like, just, just, just don't, just don't, just take off the jewelry, you know. Yeah. And here's some, and reach into the bag. See, that's made for you, and there's pepper spray for you. And it's, I gotta tell you, it's, it's. I haven't been in Manhattan in a while, and I took my kids to to their big Stranger Things fans. We took we I took them to Times Square to, to the Stranger Things experience a couple of weeks ago, and I haven't been in Manhattan in a while. And obviously, I used to live in Manhattan for a long time and worked in Manhattan for years. It's it's I don't know if it's just because I'm I'm desensitized from it, but uh, it's disgusting. 
it is worse than I've ever experienced it. And I, yep. you know, when I was a kid, I was walking through Times Square with my friends to go see Kiss, you know, in the eighties. And it was, you right. know, hookers and, you know, peep shows and it was disgusting, but something about it was felt okay. Still, it just feels right. so, un it, it's the, the, the chaos of Times Square back then was almost what made it safe. There was too many people for anyone to do anything. Now it's almost, there's like these weird deserted parts where you walk down and it's like, it's, it just feels unsafe. <laughs> it's kind of like when you're a kid, you used to jump in the pool and it didn't bother you when it was cold. Then as you yeah. got older, you got used to heated pools. And now you jump back in a cold pool again. You're like, fuck this. <laughs> Perfectly set. Perfect. <laughs> Enjoy. Well, Ernie, any last words? What are you doing for New Year's? Anything? I'm going to sleep. Boys. Taking a wife out to dinner. That's it. Fun one. Have a great New Year's. Enjoy Wicked, Doctor. Let, hopefully, you know, bring the pepper spray. Be safe. Oh, oh you know, she's you're in Liz. She's in the... Jillian's still here on the lamb. Are you are you taking Liz, too? Liz! Liz! <laughs> Get out of here. We'll see you next week. All right. Love you, guys. Be safe.